The Torah content from now through Pesach has been sponsored by the Kofsky family in loving memory of Adira, who loved big ideas and asking big questions. Right, this is day two of Tehillim 149. Let's review, and we'll do, we usually review in Hebrew and English also, right? Just to get into the lesson again. All right, so, Hallelujah, Shiru Laronai Shir Hadash, Tehila So Bikal Chasidim. And I guess as we go, then if you see something that like um, we didn't pick up on last time, then I guess say, you could say it now. So um, uh, sing a song to Hashem. So Shir Hashem, Shir a new song. Uh, his praise is in the congregation of the pious. I still want a better word for Hasidim. If we can find one, I just don't know if there is one. Uh, we were actually talking about that in Roman Bacchus, uh, also about how, again, like the, at least, you know, Chesed, Hasid comes from Chesed, which means excess. Right. So the Roman's definition of, Chas, of Hasid is someone who is, uh inclining he's governing his perfection he's constantly adjusting himself to be able to become more and more perfected you know so it's describing more the dynamic of perfection than the state of perfection right. so it's not right to say like perfect it's not right to say perfected yeah that one we could cross off the list yeah yeah now that's the rambam i don't know if in this context it means something different okay yismach yisrael bosav um israel uh, I, I think we kind of have decided on future tense, right? Because we're saying this. Oops, sorry, I'm, I do that a lot. I'll throw the email in there. Yeah, so let's just get rid of the shoulds. Yeah. Um, uh, so Israel will rejoice in its maker. The children of Zion will be glad in their king, right? That was, um, uh, what was it? Yeah, here you can pass that to Ellie. Um, yeah, you got the highlight ones. Uh, and we got one for time, and actually, what we actually have is going to be doing the eerie. Ooh. So, there's really the eerie that's a lot of it. Um, okay, fine. Okay, fine. Oh, I didn't read this in Hebrew. So, Israel will rejoice in its maker. The uh, the children of Zion will uh, be glad, you know, what did we say? Will uh, be glad in their king, yeah. Okay. Um, they will praise his name in dance, right? Um, uh, or with a flute, depending on how much you open you are to the idea of dancing being like a way to praise God. Um, yeah. Uh, and then the sof v'chino yizamrlo with tambourine and lyre, they will uh, make music to him. Okay. Right. He wrote Hashem because Hashem favors or desires his people. Um, he he will make splendorous uh, the humble in salvation. The pious will exult in glory. Uh, they will joyously sing on their beds. Yeah. I'm just thinking, can Mishkabosam here mean they're, they're like works? Uh, they're, they're, well, in that, in that like Mishkav literally means like usage, doesn't it? Um, not no, familiar. Like, oh, I'm of Tasha, so Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Words. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. But that does remind me that I did find another translation of Mishkab, which we're probably going to encounter, uh, resting places, resting oh. places. Okay. Now that's very different. Okay. Right. Cause that would mean when they, when they die. Okay. That would, uh, oh, that would add an, an element oh. of Mishiach according to some. According to some. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, Romulus Kelbigronam, the exalt the exaltations of God are in their throats, um, which we said throat here means like uh, vocal cords. Uh and a double-edged sword is in their hand. 
Lazos Nakama Bugoyan to execute vengeance upon the nations, plural. Tokhos uh, Balumim rebukes on the regimes. Did, how did you define uh, Lumim last time? Or someone else give a different translation of Lumim? Government. Oh, governments. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that also works. No, also, so would, that be, would that be on their regimes? Uh, Lumim? No, just on, on regimes. Not Lumehem. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, La to bind their kings in chains. Uh, and their noblemen in iron shackles. Lasos Bahem Mishpat to enact written judgment. Sorry, Lasos Bahem Mishpat Kasuv. Hadar Hulafol Chasidav. It is majesty to all his pious ones. Hallelujah. Yeah, okay. So we had a bunch of questions, right? Uh, we had, and then we'll review whatever answers we had and then move on from there. So what is a Shir Chadash? And, we, and what is this Shir Chadash? Because we, we said there are other um, other problems with Shir Chadash. I'm trying to review this in my head on the way here, and I kept on lapsing into the other Shir Chadash, Shir Chadash, Shir Chadash, Shir Chadash. I was like, no, that's not it. And I just couldn't review because, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then what is prompting the song, right? Suddenly they're singing a new song. So um, why didn't they sing the song before? Uh, two, what is the Chadash in the first half in light of 148 and 150? So 148 was about these praises that the entire earth will engage in. And then 150 is about being uh, praising God with music. So this is kind of like in the middle. And then the, the last one ended with the arm carrying Amo Yisrael, that, that God will like raise the, the you know, the, the glory of his people, Israel. Right. Um, and then what's the flow from 146 to 150. I, I was thinking about this on the way over. Also, I think that we're going to have to really lean heavily on this uh, or at least on this uh, because um, it's going to, uh, here we're filling this in as a missing piece, mm-hmm. you know, and like 150 is unambiguous in the theme and 148 is unambiguous in the theme, you know, so there's not a lot of wiggle room. So I think that, that'll be something that we use to like zero in on this. Three, what is Puzzle Dalit saying? Dalit is because Hashem desires or favors his people, he will make splendors to humble and salvation. So how is that a, a key, a reason? And who are these Anavim, right? We talked about the Hasidim and Lab, but not the Anavim. Then we have, uh, what is the deal with singing on beds? Uh, the ancient place for singing, or now we can add alternatively, if it's uh, resting places, uh, why talk, uh, what is it saying? Is it saying about death, right? Um, yeah. Uh, five, what is the deal with Pasuk Vav? That is the pivot Pasuk. The exaltations of God are in the throat and a double-edged sword is in the hand. So the first half we said is all praise themed and the second half seems to be vengeance themed. Mm-hmm. So what is the relationship? And then also, what does it mean? Like, are we talking about... Um, uh did we say the thingy uh yeah meaning is it that they're praising at the time they go to war or is it that the praises are like being compared to double-edged swords six who are these chassidim is it a general class or specific individuals what is the definition of chassid in this context why the emphasis on chassidim especially in light of the national emphasis of like yisrael and benetzion um seven what is the nakamic here uh for what how and why this particular nakama um like binding them in chains um, and by whom? Who's uh, doing the, the uh, Nakama? Are the Hasidim taking the vengeance or are they just praising? Against whom? Who are the kings? What do they do to deserve this? So basically, what's the deal? Eight, what is the Mishpat Kasuv? Is that like um, prophecies that they're going to get judgment? Is that like laws of Torah that we're going to you know, enforce? Uh, Ten, when is all this happening? Oh, sorry. Uh, nine, what is Hadar Hu Lechol Hasidav? Why is the glory going to his Hasidim? Why end on the note of people getting majesty as opposed to either God or Israel's nation? 10, when is all this happening? So we've been going with the most Mashiach thing, but is it some other time? You know, and when in the Mashiach thing also? Is this 
before, during, or after Yemos Mashiach, you know, like when when in the Yemos Mashiach era, and then what is the role? Oh, then Tamara sent me a question uh, after Shir, which we didn't have last time. What is the role of binding kings and chains in the time of Mashiach? Does that correspond to an idea that we have of something that will happen at that time? Meaning, like that's like you know, we know there's going to be war and killing, binding kings and chains. Like you know, um, yeah, okay. So then I, this is what we wrote last time to remember, right? Because I wouldn't remember this. So we theorize this is about Yemos Mashiach. The Shir Hadash in the first half will come about through the Nakama enacted in the second half. So in other words, we're going to go to war, uh, destroy all our enemies, establish a new uh, kingdom. And then as a result of this new messianic era with Yudhiya Hashem flowing in, then we'll sing a new song. Okay. Or Shir Hadash, this is my theory, refers to the Shir in 148, where the whole universe is united in reflecting glory of Hashem, but that will come about through the time of Mashiach. So it's either new because, you know, the newness is coming from like the universe has never sung this way before, or it's new because Klai Yisrael has never been in a position to like allow this to happen, but it's the same thing. Yeah. Maybe like just adding on to that, maybe it's the Shiri in 140, but also in 150. Hmm. Like it's not only like all of the world is like being, um, appreciated i guess in yeah way, 148, but also that like it's coming from a place of like music like the right like other parts of this pair we're talking about right that like you know it's i guess that's a different type of recognition of like we can't you know truly praise the shem right that other kind of recognition that's interesting right everyone in the world is also like on that level too okay that's good that's a good idea also that was when the flow yeah go ahead so at, at the end of that mm-hmm. that uh that I guess 148 would be like that whole, uh, the whole picture. And then 150 can be like a prot, which is the humans. And then all of the prosim that they use mm-hmm. as humans, meaning all these different instruments or yeah. whatever. Yeah. That's good. That, that, that also works. That, that's good. The zooming out and then doing yeah. it. Um, and then we also said, we you know we made another point that Shir Kharash is only possible via the Hasidim because however we define Hasidim, they're the ones who are right to praise God uh, in this new way maybe the rest of the people are engaged in praising God in an older way. It fits in uh, not quite as well when Yemos Mashiach comes because... Well, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Um, how to bind them we, in chains together. Yes. Yeah, yeah. If we use like a, I guess, from like my mind being approached to yeah. Mashiach, that it comes about or that it's led by, by like, by I guess you could say Chachamim. Yeah. Um, that you could say that the share that comes about through Mashiach can only come about because Mashiach comes about through Hasidim. Mm-hmm. Right or, or 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 that they they like they lead the new era. You know, yeah, that does make a lot of sense. And and let me just uh, quote a Rambam that says that. Um, I think. Shoftim, Malachim Mulchamos twelve. Boom 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 yeah. Um, that was cool to watch. Yeah, you got to have the wrong one on your fingertips. Um, uh, where is this? Uh, watch it be the wrong one. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's, it's this one. It's this one here. Yeah, yeah, I'll just got to share the screen. In fact, let me share the whole screen. Uh, so i switch back. Um, yeah, so, oh, it's actually two of them I'm thinking of. This is the one, this is the phrase I was thinking of. But this is not the one that's, yeah. Uf Oso's man is the last halach in the Mishnah Torah. Oh, it's so impressive that you found the last halach in the Mishnah Torah. Yeah. Uf Oso's man at that time. Lo yeisham lo ra'ev lo milchamav lo kinav lo v'takros. There won't be any uh, famine or war or jealousy or competition. Sha'atova tiye mushpas harbe. The um, the good will be uh, uh, um, um, mushpas. 
it's like abundant, but it's flowing. like yeah, flowing, but like it was um bountiful, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the word I'm thinking. Like yeah, from Shefa, yeah. Um, oh, overflowing. That's that would be a good word. The good would be overflowing. Yeah, I know that's not literally yeah, overflowing. These are but, words that they use yeah. Shefa, um between and all delectable things will be uh found like uh dust dust. And um uh, the only in, involvement of the entire world, world will be to know Hashem alone. And therefore, they will be great um, and they will uh, know things that are hidden and deep. And they will grasp the knowledge of their creator according to the capacity of man. That the entire earth will be filled with knowledge of Hashem as the water covers the seabed. Yeah. That almost can even say a different order what I'm saying that yeah. is that Mishiach will yield Hasidim, which will yield a Shir Hadash. Uh-huh, right. So you can say either way. Trickle down because uh, in the uh, in the Hadama uh, or in the in his um in oh man the twelfth paragraph of Sanhedrin. Uh, yes. Yeah. He says he says that's Ten. where he spells out tenth. Tenth or eleventh. That's where he spells yeah. out, I think specifically that the it'll come about through through uh Interesting. I'm not thinking of the exact one that you're saying, but uh, it's, it's definitely possible. Um, uh, the he does say that um, uh, this is the other one I was thinking of is uh, describe this is the first description of Mashiach in the Mishnah Torah. Also on Melech Shiyamu Mizera David Bal Chachma Yehiyeh Yeser Mishlomo Venavi Gadol who carved me Moshe. Uh, so he'll be a, um, he's from Zerah David, and he'll be a Baal Chachma, more than Shlomo, a Navi, close to Moshe. Therefore, he'll teach all the people, um, and all the people will come to listen to him. So that, that was another possibility that, did someone mention last time that the Hasidim is Klal Yisrael? Yeah, okay, right. So it could be that that it's, I mean, it's a trickle down that way. Yeah, I mean, exactly. this is how the teaching works. Like when you look in the beginning of the Hagamans of the Parish Mishnayos, you know, um, God teaches Moshe, mm-hmm. Moshe, and then uh, Moshe to our own, and then. Right. So it, it is in that structure. Yeah, that works. Okay. Either way, right? so either way it's, I actually wonder which one works better with the Pesukim. I don't know. Yeah. Like if it's, if it's Mashiach yields Chachamim, which yields Sher Chadash, or yeah. it's a Chacha or, or Chasidim. Yield Mashiach, which will yield a Shiach Harash. I think it yeah. works better than the first one. Um, what, 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 yeah, what, 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 Mashiach one? yields everybody, becomes like. Yeah. Some can help bring about Mashiach. Mashiach can help bring about more. Yeah, the, the only thing, yeah I mean, I, it doesn't mention, it doesn't single out any individual here, right? So we are talking about a class of people. Yeah. So here's what I propose we do. Okay, we because we we uh, last time we're trying to focus on uh, the big picture. Um, I think we should look at the Meiri, who was the most promising of the Mepharshim that I saw, and go through pasuk by pasuk and use that to sharpen our idea of the big thing and then we'll, the big picture. And when we see something in the Meiri that we don't particularly favor, we can go to the other Mepharshim. Uh, we can pass that to David. Yeah, there was one more thing last time. There was. Yeah. Oh, this. Yeah. The enactment of Mishpat to keeping the laws of Torah. In the time of Mashiach and the binding of their kings, right? So it means not to execute judgment, but to enact law, mm-hmm. written law. Yeah. Okay, good. All righty. So let us go to the Meiri. Okay. So the Meiri is on the right column. And he says, uh, So this is talking about 
um, I don't know what he means, Al Lashon HaGula, but he means it's in reference to the Gula. I think that's how I would say it. And it is about the, the chosenness of the chosen nation or the, the treasuredness of the chosen nation. And it is special to God. All right. So that that's something that we did not really pick up on as a theme. We treated it more like a factual premise that he's saying it is about how special Israel is to God, which fits in really well with the Kirote Arashem Ba'amo, Yefera Anavim Bishua that God favors his nation, right? I mean, that's literally like saying that that it's God's chosen nation, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, Who says this nation will be unnoving, like? Uh, so it's possible. I think we, did we have this before in another parak? You know, I should have opened these up earlier. Hold on. Do we have anavim? You know what? Uh, is this the most efficient way to do this? Uh, I think we had anavim. We forget Sidurim. <laughs> uh, 147. Uh, if you want to, just for your, someone else to be skimming uh, alongside me instead of just waiting for me. Um, I, oops. So I just close everything. Uh, thank you. Um, I feel like there's a place where we talked about Anavim or Shvalim, and it was a reference to Klal Yisrael because they are lowly. Is this sounding familiar at all? Mm. Oh, what were the two words? Uh, Anav or Shafel. Shafel. Uh, but it could have been something else here. Oh, wait, maybe this is it. Uh, maybe not. What am I? Did I change the mode to this? Oh, yeah. Where is that? So, Kufim Zion for a sponsor. Kufim uh no, that's not that's it. The word, yeah, Michael. Um, I'm not. I'm. Uh, I'm a little late this year, but why is the pivot pasuk uh, vav and not dalid? Uh, I will answer that momentarily. You know what? It might have been. It might have been with the ravens. Uh, yeah, it might have been that. Um. The ravens were, we, we said that that is talking about the the birds who are like, you know, a very, very weak position. And this is a, a 147.6 is Mo'odin Anavim. Ah, thank you. That's the one I was looking for. Mo'odin There you go. Okay. Yeah. yeah right. So Anavim is referring to Klai Yisrael there. So it's not humble like a, a Mida. It's humble like the nation that is the lowliest of nations. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Thank you. Okay. Good. Good. Um, okay, so Michael, what do you ask? Oh, why is the pivot point not four? Um, well, I think the pivot point is not four because we did. It does seem like a very clear theme of praise is this entire, like you know, first half, and then war is the entire second half, and four is um, is like what, what makes you think four is a separate theme? Uh, okay. The the way that I read it is it sounds like it's talking about a new song, which would be Imos Mashiach, when the congregation of the pious properly rises up and establishes uh, Malchus Hashem, uh, or Malchus Yisrael, whatever. Israel will rejoice in its maker at that time. The children of Zion will be glad in their king. So it's referring to the, the period of Mashiach. Yeah. They will praise his name with dancing and timbre. So meaning it, it, the way I see it is it's a progression of like a teshuva process. 
Gimel is saying they should, uh, they're going to love God. Dalid, uh, or one second. Um, and then four, and then right, and then in the fourth one, in two, it's saying that it's Yura. In Gimel, it's saying Ava. Dalid, it's saying, um, then it's giving the argument. That's the call to action. Everyone should get up because God loves the Anavim, the, the weak ones, and we've been beat down. We're the smallest nation. And then five is when we're actually, those uh, Hasidim come to action. So first their action is uh, speaking. They exult in glory, and then they sing out, they shout. Then six, um, they, they get up and fight. Seven, who are they fighting? They give vengeance to the nations that hurt us. And then eight seems to be like removing the, the monarchies that have oppressed us. Their kings will be bound and their noblemen will be shackled. And mm -hmm. then we'll be free. I mean, I like the idea of a progression, but I just can't not see the pivot being this half, you know, the, the half that is, is here. Um, and it's possible that your progression approach can be reconciled with this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't really see the progression approach because it seems like the stuff that's happening at the end of the parrot mm -hmm. should happen before there's any like rejoicing and. Right. And, right. I mean, right. I mean, the way we said it, it also is not in chronological order either though. Right. Uh, but I guess it's harder to make a not chronological thing if you're saying it's progression. Whereas well, we're, we're, yeah. I was just saying that Bayes and Gimel are the Teshuva process, meaning Bayes is saying we have to accept upon ourselves Yura, uh, Gimel is saying, and that must evolve to Ava, and then Dalit, a full Teshuva, you should rise up and have the strength to do it because God helps the lowly. And then uh, yeah, I don't know. is the rising to action. What was that? Where's Yura and Bayes? Um, the question that is being whispered is where's Yura and Bayes? I'm not the only one who can talk to Because it takes him on as a mela, meaning it's an acknowledgement of well, uh, mm -hmm. so I don't get it. I don't get a year of vibe, which I think is what's bothering you. It's rejoicing in its maker and being glad in their king. It's not like. It's more of a loving. Yeah. Kind of I, I think all things, I, the well, thing is, like, we're, we're trying to get people happy about the shuba. <laughs> happy era. Yeah. Gilu birada. But it, it's, um, I think we're past, uh, we're past this point of. Shuva already. I think this is like it's happening right now. You must appreciate what's happening right now. Uh, you you could develop your approach. I think we're going to go with this one for now. Uh, it's also it seems very complicated to me, which is not an uh, that's not a, uh, a disproof. I just like I have to ask you to like go over every step. I, I we're, let's just go over. Let's let's take follow the Meiri's lead for and then and see where that that leads us for tonight. Okay. So Meiri says. Oh, so that was the that was the point I was going to make here is that um uh, from Meiri at least part of the theme is God choosing Israel. Okay, and, and caring more about Israel than other people, or Israel being more precious to him. Okay, so let's keep that in mind. Uh, that was the heading. Okay. Vamar, Shiru Lashem Shir Khadash, Ki Hasmana Hu Yikari Az Khadash, that time will be called Khadash, Beniflaos Ubehe Aros Kuvurosav, Bakoh Masav Lamo, through the uh the wonders and the demonstration of his uh glory, sorry, of his uh, might and the power of his actions to his people, right? Now again, according to Rambam, who if I if I had to bet money on it, I bet Miri's going according to Rambam. Yeah. I don't know if she does how much you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely lines up. Okay. Right. But no, I'm saying according to Ram that this is not supernatural in the flowers. Right. That this is uh, you know, like the wonders. I mean, he's amazing aside, but like, you know, that's like not clear when that's gonna happen. Right. It doesn't hold yeah, it's right. gonna happen before, it's gonna happen later, right. but it's not right. part of the Mashiach process. Right. Yeah. Um, but uh in other words, right. people will you, you know the 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 puzzle about um 
about Yitzhiz Mitzrayim and, uh, you know, the Shita, the thing in, in the Haggadah with the Machlokas about, uh, you know, doing, remember Yitzhiz Mitzrayim by day. Everyone holds your memory by day, but then is the Reboi um, to add night or is it to add Yimosh Mashiach, right? So according to one Shita, we will not, uh, I forgot what Shita is, we will not be Zohar Yitzhiz Mitzrayim in the time of Mashiach, right? Have you ever gone to that Togia? It's an interesting Togia. Right, which is weird because, like, you know, um, like a mitzvah of the Torah is going to change, you know. So it's based on a pasuk. Uh, let's see if we can find this because this might actually help us. Um, uh, hold on just a second here. Um, what's the most efficient way to find this? Most efficient way is going to be to go to that Mishnah in Brachos and then look at the Mefarshim, and then they'll quote the Shita that supports that, uh, the, the pasuk that supports that Shita. Yeah. It does kind of. Makes sense, like just like uh, theoretically, I guess. Like in that time, we'll know about Hashem in the world through the events of the Most Hashem. So we won't need to right. recognize Hashem through the events. Of yes, that is definitely along the lines that uh, we're going here. Yeah. So this is the thing. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, okay, and then we see our faithful helper, uh, Allah Torah. I don't even know who this is right here. Makbilus but Tosefta. Clearly, like, we're consulting the, the Tosefta. I think it's the first time I've ever consulted the Tosefta, but it's just to get this one Pasuk. Uh, no, it's this. Oh. Lachin, this is Yumiahu 16, 14, and 15. Lachin hini yamin baim nu marashem. So, days are coming, saith the Lord. People will no longer say, uh, you know, uh, the, the living God who brought up Israel from Eretz Mitzrayim. Much more of a mouthful than, you know, right? But they'll say the, the God who brought up Israel from the land of the north and from all the lands that he scattered them there and will bring them to their, um, their, their land uh, that he gave to their fathers, right? So it's going to be such an awesome um uh geula that people will not even like Yitzhiz Mitzrayim will pale in comparison right which is a crazy idea especially if Yitzhiz Mitzrayim has these uh these these open miracles you know but but I guess the the if you look at what I mean this is not the only shot but like in what okay given the fact that Yitzhiz Mitzrayim pales uh, sorry is uh open miracles in what sense could you say that Yitzhiz Mitzrayim will pale in comparison to the most Mashiach what do you think and the reason why I'm asking this and taking this line of inquiry is because I want to get the emotional tone of Shir Hadash. Like, what is going to be Hadash that I is going to be like, so worthy of a new song? Yeah. Yitzhak didn't, like, bring about a whole new world. That's order. it. What? Yeah, exactly. Right? So Yitzhak was very impressive as a means, but the end was incredibly messy and disappointing and full of, like, ups and downs and, 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 and golden calves and, like, uh, you know, and exiles. And, and this will establish a whole new world order that will last. Yeah. So he's saying the flows and borrows and grow and all that. Um, would it, would, are we able to say, even though the Ramam says it, does he say that it's not like a supernatural thing? Yeah. Okay. Um, that the only difference between 
this world and Yimus Mashiach is a change of Malchus, not. Uh, then you, so, I know so you can get he, choked up when you're talking about Mashiach. It's very yeah. yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so when he says um, like the whole thing with like all of the uh, pleasantries of the world would be like abundant, like like, like, like yeah, more, right. He's saying that that's going to be in a natural the technology. Uh-huh. Technology and Hashgacha and rain in its time will do wonders for growing. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, things. Yeah. Uh, so that's not like Niflos. That's not. Yeah, well, it's Niflos in the sense that it's wondrous, uh-huh. but not in the sense that it's supernatural. Okay. Yeah. So I'm saying, so he could work out with. So what the Meiri is saying? Could yeah. Work out with uh, what's going on in the Rama. Yeah, definitely could work out with that. Again, I don't know the Meiri Shita on what Yimos Mashiach is going to be like. Um, I bet he talks about it in Chibar Shuva, which I have not yet learned. Um, okay. But, uh, so, so just again, getting this. Oh, one more thing. Also, what else will make this era perceived as a new time uh, worthy of a new song? Tzvi'as uh, also, um, and which I'm going to assume is not what's going on here because uh, they're not singing about Tzvi'as Mason. Um, uh, then it would be, unless that's what it means. Yiran al Mishkavosam. They'll sing from their resting places. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, uh, is uh, what makes better Shavach. One is the thing you're praising about, which is what we've been saying. And what is the is the, uh, is the quality of praise? Is the quality of praise, yeah, right? So uh, the, the base of English, uh, Avoda. Uh, it could be a, but I think the yeah, the Yedias Hashem, right? The Yedias Hashem that comes about, right? So what I'm, you know, we've said this before in speculating about what the parrot's about, but I'm saying that like that'll make it a new era. So in the same sense that like, I mean, like you know. I'm old enough to remember the last new era that we went into, which is the information age. And the, you know, the, that kind of qualitative difference of like pre-internet to post-internet and then, you know, uh, all the other ages like that that humanity has gone through, like Renaissance and, you know, whatever. Industrial. Yeah, industrial, you know, um, like times a bajillion because all of humanity will be involved and it will happen all at once. You know, or not like instantaneously, but like, you know, in a very, well, internet age was also pretty quick, but, you know, yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, the moral of the story, as Chizkiah uh, who would say, is invest in crypto now uh-huh. so you can buy all the delicacies. I see, I see. Yes, yeah. Okay. Um, there was, there's your plug there. Yeah, okay. Shulah Shem Shir Kadash. Oh, we just read that. Okay. V'amar tihilaso b'kol chasidim ki az tamale ha'aretz de'as Hashem. Well, there you go. Kamayin li'am chasim. As the water covers the seabed, v'kari klal ha'am chasidim. There you go, right? So the entire people are called Hasidim because there will be knowledge available to everybody. So you see he's defining Hasid here based on knowledge, not based on actions. That's another thing. I mean, because the information age. Yeah, yeah. This is the ultimate information age. Uh, we'll have to uh, uh, rebrand. Uh, Utilize information the right way. Yeah. Uh, okay. V'amar. So I think I think we, there's nothing else in that meter that we didn't already talk about. Okay. V'amar Yismach Yisrael Bosav. Israel will rejoice in its maker. Lashon Rabim. So that's plural. Osav. Right. Ibarov Makomat Kol Lashon Elokutz Vaadnus Yamer Belashon Rabim. Many times, uh, God and Lord are said in uh, plural. Elokim, Elokav, Adonim, Adonav. Ve'achoshimilas Beosav Shava El Hakel. Um, since Osav is going is referring to God, then it is uh, in, in plural. Your master, which really is your masters, um, uh, your um, uh, your maker. Uh, 
Um, same thing. Okay, fine. And then it repeats the idea and says that the children of Israel will rejoice in their, uh, in their king. Yeah. Uh, again, just methodology thing. Everyone in the world, except for Refersh and the Malbim, uh, are okay saying that the puzzle just repeats itself. Okay, because it's poetry. Okay, yeah. This is not this is not Chumisha Chumisha Torah where there can't be like redundant repetitions. All right. So, um, so what is this adding? Let's look back at the parak. Oh, he added the Hasidim thing. Uh, uh, that was the biggest one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So, what's the what is the puzzle adding? I don't know because it seems pretty similar to this year. But there's one. There's one important note. <clears throat> Nope. Simcha. Right? Happiness. The puzzle did not talk about happiness. Right? The puzzle was Shiru Lashem Shir Hadash. And then now Israel will rejoice. Oh. Right? So that's another um another important thing. And this is again like a fundamental when you're talking about Abbas Hashem, which is that it's um it's the most pleasurable experience, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know. And the reason why is because that might be like, you have to get to the point where you serve Hashem the Simcha, as opposed to this is Simcha as the natural result, you know? Um, yeah. Uh, like, you know, what the best description of this is, is the Ramam on Avas Hashem, not in the Mishnah Torah, but in the Sefer Mitzvos. Um, uh, <clears throat> That is the best description of this particular thing. Let me show you. Uh, okay, again, this is, I, I really do need to do a tutorial of all the stuff on the internet that people don't know about, right? This is uh, dot.ac.il, which has a bunch of stuff that nowhere else has, including the Sefer Mitzvot in Kafka translation. Um, so, and even a picture of the Raman to show it's authentic. <laughs> okay, um, it's just this first. Um, uh, first line here. This is the third mitzvah in the mitzvah to say um, that we were commanded to love God. That we contemplate, uh, uh, we, we, we comprehend and contemplate his mitzvahs and his commandments. I don't know what the difference between those two is. And his creations, his actions. In order to uh, attain and enjoy in our apprehension, the utmost enjoyment. The Zohi Ha'ava that is the love that is commanded upon us. So it's the ultimate state of enjoyment. Okay. So not that's only. Say again? That's not the ultimate state of doing mitzvot. This is not about action, right? Okay. Yeah. That, uh, that, your thing, uh, yeah, the, like that would be like Ovid uh, Ne'ava. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 This, this seems to be an intellectual apprehension because uh, okay. it's connected to the singing. Uh-huh. Right. Okay. Fine. Right, yeah. I don't understand like what the passing is adding you because know, I would think that if they're singing a new song, the implication is that they have a simcha that's prompting them to be singing. So not all singing song. is prompted by simcha, right? We in fact we said the opposite in uh, one forty something, which was that the the sing is in order to create the simcha in the person. Um, this to me sounds like they will rejoice because of the state that they're in, you know, of knowledge and like, you know, uh, uh, good stuff. Um, and also all the good stuff that was stated in 147, uh, no, 148 of the peace in their boundaries and, uh, and Yushalayim being protected, all that stuff. 
So you're saying this simcha is a simcha in the the state of the world, and not not necessarily a simcha in simcha coming from their knowledge of Hashem. Uh, I'm I'm kind of saying that it's it's uh, it's both. It's it's the knowledge of Hashem in this new world that we live in. Let's just see if anyone else elaborates. Like as, as a product of the new world, we now have yeah. the CDS Hashem. Yeah, this is CDS Hashem without any uh, obstacles. That's what it says with the Osav and the Malcom. Is that yeah. Like they're sitting oh, yeah. in the in the knowledge of that's a good that's a good deal, right? Uh, right. Is it but Osav is. Right. Recognize the creator and Melech of recognize Malchus Hashem, which is Yidias Hashem. Yeah, that, that's that's a good deal. Uh, yeah, look, no one no one says <laughs> no one says uh, an idea about what they're uh, rejoicing. Oh over. well, Matthias David says. Uh, oh well, at least it says. I mean, he says Hamagadal or Maromim Osanu. Um, I'm sorry. The, so he's he's learning it not actually as creator. He's saying um, the one who um, uh, made us great. Oh, so he he okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like our job better. <laughs> okay. Yehalalu Shemov Machol Besof Vachino Yizamrolo. Praise his name with the, with again, we don't know if this is dancing. Besof Vachino Yizamrolo. Mashal Lazamer Lapanov Bitishuka Gadola. Oh, okay. So I think what he's saying is like this. I think he's saying that the mm-hmm. dancing is a mushal. For making music in front of him with great desire, ubatava nimretas, and with a uh, uh, great taiva, uklihanigun lahayer lev adam lakach, and the the instruments purpose of the instruments is to uh, arouse a person's heart for this. So I guess it goes both ways. Um, yeah, because I, th- I think he's responding to the dancing thing. By the way, I did find a good shot on the dancing thing, uh, which we'll see in a second. The the mob goes a good shot. Uh, uh, yeah, okay, fine. What is what does gemul also mean? Sajagun says on Yismach, he says, uh, Yismach is all big more stuff. Uh, Sajagun, uh, in the reward, Gumul's reward or retribution. So I think it means like what God has uh, bestowed upon him. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. Um, so here, so this I don't think is adding anything tremendously new other than, um, the uh the degree yeah, yeah the degree of it right the degree that we will experience it which is the dancing and then uh we'll perpetuate it through these other things okay he okay so that he chooses them and takes them out of gallus so god favors his people because he's not taking other nations out of gallus right be fire anavim and he will glorify the humble in the salvation that he does for them and the Hasidim will exult, they'll be joyous in Kavod. With the Kavod that God that is given to them by God. So that still is strange. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he gives another interpretation. Some say Kavod means Nefesh. Uh, um, for example, in uh, Chagiga, does nefesh here mean like, like your soul? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, it means your intellect. Let me show you in um, uh, Mishnayos. Oh, actually, that makes sense, right? They, 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 they. Well, Yalzu said was was rejoice. Yeah, rejoice. They rejoice in their newfound yes idea. Uh, yeah, right, right. Yeah, um, unless it means with their souls. Uh, so Chagiga two one. This is about my sabrachus my Merkava. It says, um, yeah. Um, How do you understand all physics now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he says, um, there, there was a funny story. 
I, I can't quote it exactly in the new road book. Okay, anyway. Um Kol Misaka Barba Divine Royalo of Shalobal Olam, Kilobalam, Malamala Malamata Malapani Malahor, Koshlo Khas Al Kavod Kono, Royal Shlobala Olam. Anyone who doesn't have pity on the Kavod Kono, on the glory of his maker, it would be better if he never came into the world. Yeah, so the Rambam, and this is not my favorite, this is not my preferred Rambam. It's not my Rambam of choice. Uh Kavod Kono, he says, is um uh, it means someone who doesn't have pity on his in- intellect. The seichel is the kavod Hashem, whatever that means. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, right. But um, but he's uh, so he's saying bichvodeh ura kvodi. So I don't know if this means. So you, so we just said two possibilities. Yeah. They're rejoicing about the kavod. Yeah. Or they're rejoicing with their kavod, meaning that their intellect is rejoicing. I think, you know, it, I think he's saying, no, I don't know. I don't think he's saying. What does that footnote six say? Oh, Ibn Ezra does that. Let's see what, let's see it in his own words. Uh, from the kavod? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. meaning they're utilizing the, the, the covet is the thing that is. Yeah. No, no, that was the for the first shot. This is a different shot. So he might be changing the entire meaning of it. Yeah, yeah, not just subs, not just swapping out what covet is. Um, oh, yeah, so it, oh, this is a big thing for Ibn Ezra. Okay? Ibn Ezra, I think, thinks that this is the entire uh, theme here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this might take it in a different direction. Yalzu, uh, you see Ibn Ezra on the next page? Um, um, uh, which lasts forever. So he's saying that the, the it's the eternal soul. Right. Okay. Uh, uh, and it means they will rejoice um, over their souls. Or in the future. I mean, we didn't see what Ibn Ezra is learning um, the entire paragraph about, but he's, he's, Miri is just going, uh, just pointing out that Ibn Ezra uses the word uh, that way. Oh, and also he says back to the Miri, uh-huh. and that would, if you learn it that way, the Teshuah would be about the eternal salvation, which would be, uh, you know, Olam Haba. Va'amar Shehachasidim Yazub bin Nafsham. Yeah, it sounds like they're using their nefesh to uh, rejoice, right? Yeah, this is all going according to Ibn Ezra, right? That that it means when they die, then they will uh, praise God. This is not fitting in with our our approach. I mean, no. right? I mean, yeah. I, I don't think it's, the means they're resting places. Yeah, well. yeah. Not that they're right. Not I think he says that now. Kiashchiva tamar lefamim b'makom menucha. Shchiva can mean resting. Gambala lo shachav libo v'urki lo yishkavun. Okay, fine. So yeah, I don't know why he quotes it if it if it doesn't really fit into his parish. Can we fit it into the oh wait a second? The next thing he says is Amishkavosam Al. Yeah, that's a different interpretation, Mishkavosam. Oh. Yeah, uh, but because he's saying that uh it's talking about it could be talking about after death. And it's not Mashma that this is after death, because we're talking about Yemos Mashiach. <clears throat> now I know in, in Mishle, Miri's Derek is just to quote stuff that he uh that he favors, but um, I think in Tehillim he's trying to paint. I mean, he does give multiple Kirushim, but I think he wants to keep this a consistent uh, approach to the whole para. What's bothering you, time? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, I know why. 
Got it. What's the purpose of Yemos Mashiach? Um, Olam Haba. Right? Oh. Yeah, so that's uh, in. I was thinking that you say like a synonyms, Olam Haba, and yeah. Wait, see, it's weird that they're. I'm saying, I'm just trying to I was thinking that right yeah yeah i think that's good oh i don't think it's good so okay first of all he is only learning Hasidim is uh all of Kali Israel, right uh-huh. and uh yeah, yeah right so just yeah, very good. Just to support from the Ram here again in Hilchus Shuba nine at the end when he's summarizing everything, is he says um, uh, in nine two Why did the Chachamim and Nevim desire Yemos Mashiach? To gain relief from the evil government that did not uh, allow Israel to be involved in Torah mitzvahs properly. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a direct summary of the three of the, of the sequence of our psukim, right? Is that um, the Shir Chadash, I mean, I know we talked about the Malchus later on, but uh, they'll have peace, tranquility, then Yarbu Bachachma, and then Kadeshi is and then they'll get Olam Haba. So they have joy in this world about the Yidiyas Hashem, right? And that, so they have Yidiyas Hashem with Prompts of Shir Hadash. They also enjoy the Yidiyas Hashem in this world. And uh, bonus, it increases their Olam Haba when they die, right? And that's another cause for joy because that's, uh, you know, the ultimate uh, reward. So it all works out. Yeah. Okay, good. See, I, I just want to state what happened here. Okay. Because uh, this is, we're, we're trying to learn tell methodology as we go. And I said it really quickly, but I just want to state it again. If you look at the Me'iri in Mishle, he'll quote like three or four Pirushim on any Pasuk. There's no need to unify them. He, there he's acting as a digest, which, which is like the Me'iri's uh, job in the base of Bechira, right? He's a digest. Uh, like that was his, you know, his, his goal in a way, right? In Tehillim, I am working with the assumption that he is trying to paint a coherent picture of the parak. So when he brings another parish, then we should try to unify it with the picture with a picture of the entire parak. So, so even though it looked like he was saying that this is about Olam Haba, he's not abandoning his initial thesis that this is about Yemosim Shiach. Yeah. Okay. Can I give a meta methodology point? Okay. Um, and so I think. Um, I'm definitely interested in methodology because of, of Rabbi Moskowitz and because I'm a gear uh, uh, that like I had this need to play catch up because I was behind everybody when I when I started learning. So like finding out what the methodology is is a way to do that. And then um, uh, but uh, and then when I started teaching, then I found it helpful for students to point out methodology. But I think in your own learning, you should do what I just did, which is when your little like methodology spidey sense says, oh, we just did, we just did a methodology, you know, put it into words. And when you put it into words, you reinforce it as a, uh, a principle of thinking, which makes it more at the forefront of your mind. It makes you more prone to like 
using in the future. So I wasn't doing that. For, I'm just trying to say I wasn't doing that for you. I was doing that for me. Okay, like you know, uh, you know, you got a secondary benefit there. Um, was that? Thank you from our end. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Then he says. Then he goes back to the literal shot. Yeah. Yeah. We're saying that they will rejoice in um, in the Olam Haba because they will be receiving a greater. Is it that they will be receiving a greater Olam Haba and that is their rejoice, or is it that they will be perceiving their Olam Haba to come? In a better oh, way. Oh, good question. I think I meant they'll be perceiving it that way, but I think the better shot is in Olam Haba, they will rejoice uh, more. Okay. Um, and it's mentioning it because that is one of the goods of the Yemos Mashiach. Um, and my, yields a qualitatively better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's the, that is the point. Okay. Now he goes back to a literal meaning. Uh, and who's this? Number nine. Uh, also, Ibn Ezra. Sefer Hatamid. Ibn Ezra wrote a Sefer Hatamid. What is the thing? Okay, I don't know. I'm not familiar with the Sefer Hatamid. That's news to me. Vishma Farsim Al Mishkvosam is Al Mitosehem, is on their beds. Shashina Makum Zakus Hamachshava Bahahasaga. Your bed, uh, sorry, Shashina, that's weird. Because sleep is a good place of clarity of thought and, and, <laughs> and apprehension. I don't think he means sleep. I think he means bed. Because you can't do it while you're asleep. Does it mean like, like you get in the Google while you're sleeping? Like, oh, is that what he means? Well, let's see what footnote 10 says. Re'ela el kuflam adalat aleph. Let me just look at the Mi'iri there. Okay, again, only place to get the Mi'iri online is not Netflix, sorry. <laughs> only place to get the Mi'iri online uh, is in mgketter.org. Not Alatora and not Sfaria and not Barilan even. I don't know. Yeah, the copyright issue. Oh, I didn't tell you. I asked Robin Novetsky about the copyright issue, and he explained it to me. Um, he said, I'm going to read it. Um, uh, actually, hold on. Yeah, I'm just going to read it from here because I don't want to. Um, I don't want my emails on the screen here. Um, where is this? Um, uh, and I'm only recording this because he makes an offer. Okay, so I asked him, my question was, I said um, that uh, when I pointed out to my students that the Miri's commentary on Mishlei is only available on M.G. Keter, but not on Alatora, Sfaria, or even Barilan, they wanted to know why, but I didn't have an answer. They also wanted to know when or how the text of the medieval commentaries becomes public domain for copyright purposes, given the fact that these texts are hundreds of years old, but the published versions require extensive work. And I also didn't have an answer to that. So that was my question, Tim. Um, this is on November 23rd. I just forgot to tell you. <laughs> um, so he says, the plain text of the Meiris commentary is not protected by copyright. Oh, so first he says, these are, are questions for which it would be best to consult a copyright lawyer. But in a nutshell, the plain text of the Meiris commentary is not protected by copyright. However, a critical edition, which has additional creative content, would likely have copyright protection, though this can get complicated. The printed edition of Mish the Meiris on Mishle is relatively recent and likely under copyright. So that's one. Two, in addition to copyright restriction, there are terms of use restrictions. All of MG Keter, Responsa, and Alatora have terms of use, which allow their content to be used for fair use for educational purposes. Voila. <laughs> for example, citations from the text used on a source sheet not to be copied wholesale. And three, if not for copyright and terms of use protections, a person could spend hundreds or thousands of hours procuring a critical edition. And the day after publication, somebody could, else could come along, make photocopies and sell it or put it up on the web. That would be a great dis disincentive for anyone to do any work. And thus copyright law uh, and terms of use come to solve the problem. And four, if any of your students that you 
want to work on an edition of Michelet using the manuscripts, I will be happy to provide some guidance. Meaning if someone wants to do the actual work of going through the manuscripts and then typing up a critical edition for a la Torah, then, uh, you know, then he'll, he'll uh, do that. It'd be a very interesting experience, especially again, you, you know, given uh, Rabbi Novesky's expertise, like to have the, uh, the guidance of like, like doing this and then saying, like I, I, you know, like I produced the Alatora version of like, uh, you know, Muriel Mishlei. I would totally do it if I had time. Like, mm-hmm. I would love to do. It. I look. I mean, I would. I would love to just type out an entire edition. It would be good. <laughs> anyway, so that that's the answer to that. Um, okay. Anyway, so Ksuvim, uh, Tehillim. We are. What do you say? One thirty-four. Oh, One. Um, I don't, and I have to say as a member of, uh, of the faculty, uh, that is not the best use of your time it, that could be spent for learning, but if you want to do it on your, uh, on your spare time, it's a good hobby. It's like software, but digital. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, eerie. Oh no. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> it was really, there's no Rashi, <laughs> but, but there's, if there was no Meiri, that'd be bad. Okay. Um, all right. So the Meiri on Pasuk Aleph. Oh, he called it yeah, Shir Hamalos Hine Baruchu Esad Hashem Kol Avdi Hashem Omni Beves Hashem Belelos Shir Hamalos Hine Baruchu Esad Hashem Kol Avdi Hashem Kishayu B'mala Gvoha V'nichnasim La'azara Hayum Orim V'omrim. So when they are on a high level and they enter into the Azara, they will arouse uh, and say Hine Hine Klomar Ata Higia Ha'es Shis Baruchu Esad Hashem. They got up out of bed in the night. Okay, so that's a different interpretation, like right? Uh, yes, right. Oh, or right, got up at night exactly. Yeah, or, or like uh, Ariel said about his recent thing with Rafael Moser, he got up at three a.m. to do Shnai Mikra, right, right. right? Yeah, <laughs> which is a different form of uh, of praise of Hashem. Um, so that's saying that, uh, so that's very different, right? In other words, <laughs> so I don't think it means that they're sitting, they're lying in bed and, and, and praising God. I think it means, along with the Meiri on 134.1, that, um, that, see, I want to add a word here. Not, not, not like modified, but like, um, uh, again, always at this time of day. No, Norton. No thanks. What if I do no thanks? Okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think he means that the time of sleeping, the time when people are in their beds, is a good time for thinking and apprehension, right? Like um, the Rambam, right? Um, the the time that a person learns the best is at night, right? Um, the. Uh, yeah, Zaman, Zaman Shkiva, right? Yeah. Okay. Alpha Pisha Mitzvah Ramam in Hilos Tamatora Gimel Yu Gimel. Alpha Pisha Mitzvah Lilma Bayoma Valila in Adam Lomid Rofa Hamasa Ella Valila. I think we're doing more Ramams in this Tilm here than we did in Ram Vakus today. Yeah. Uh, even though a person, uh, it's a Mitzvah to learn by day and by night. A person only learns the majority of his Chachma at night, or not the majority, the uh, the, the um, quantity of his. Uh, um, we had a better word for that the great amount of his Torah at night. Therefore, a person who wants to uh, merit the crown of Torah, Yisai, should 
guard all of his knights. And he shouldn't uh, waste even one of them in sleep, eating, or uh, uh, drinking, or conversation, or other things. Uh, but only in Talmud Torah and Divrei Chachma. And for the record, Rambam says that you need eight hours of sleep. Okay, and he says that beyond that, and this is the context of the one someone wants the Kesser Torah, right? Yeah. All right, so that's how he did it. Uh, so he slept during the day. <laughs> Depends on what time. Okay, yeah. Um, and then uh, back to the Meiri. Wait, we're we're losing all the Meiris here. Uh, oops, that's next. Okay. Um, uh, Romos Kelbi Ronam Rotzalomar Si. Sipuram niflaos hakel bhis asik ba. Oh, no, no, sorry. Oh, you know what I think we should do? That's the double edged sword and that's the pivot. So we'll save that for next time. But I want to really quickly show you a Malbim, which I found funny but good. Um, the Malbim says, so he learns dancing as actual dancing. He says, Praise his name in a dance. The Eishiasu Machol at a time when they make a, a dance. I think it's circle dance. The Nagnu Lifne Hamachol Besofichinor, and they they make music in front of the circle with uh, these instruments. Az Yahalushmo the Eish Hamachol. Then they um, they will uh, praise God's name at the time of the dancing. And then he says in parentheses, Ki Hamachol Romes Almash Kasef. Uh, the the circle is an allusion to the midrash. Shasi de Karsh Barakal Lios Rosh Chola Lotzadikim Shehu Yihie Rosh Hamachol Vehem Yisabvu As Hamachola Ad Yagiu Lefanav Lios Amprovo. Have you heard this thing that the Sadikim will make a circle and dance around God? Uh, it's a marshal for you Muslim uh, for uh, Olam Haba. So you're saying it's an allusion to that? Yeah, uh, yeah. Obviously that's not literal. Okay, then he's but here's the thing. This is the funny thing. Okay. Um, uh, skipping down here. Um, oh no, sorry, it's not that. It's this. Yazu chasidim mechavod hazeh hagadol v'chavod Hashem hakol v'vilim achi rana amshkvosim to the extent that they will sing on their beds. Shagam after hamachol, even after their dance, sheyishkavu lanuach when they're lying down to rest. Yiranu od meirovasim, but they're still going to be singing. So if you've ever had this experience of going to a really good wedding. And like like dancing and having simcha, and then you get home and you're on your bed and you're just still like the adrenaline is, is pounding, you know. Um, uh, he says, "Veromis shigam is hagvia." Okay, and then he says uh, it's a, an allusion to when they die. But I thought that as a muscle, it's really good. Like like they can't stop rejoicing and singing even when they get home and they're on their beds. Yeah. Okay. I, I thought this meiri was pretty good, right? Like this is a, this is like really filling out the nuances. So the plan uh, for Tuesday will be to finish the Me'iri and then try and unify our understanding. And what I would really like to do is try to then, if we finish this, uh, go through the chain of 146, 47, 48, 49, 150, and then just get that clear. Okay. All right. Let's stop this for now. Uh, I'm just going to stop the recording and then we'll just take a little break and then do Hashgacha. If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Rabbi Schneeweiss. Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are matt-schneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbishnewas at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.